Welcome, baseball family, to this week's Thursday Night Live. That's right, we are back on a Thursday because uh, things worked out. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> I am Brad, because and as plot. always, <laughs> what's that? I said because plot. <laughs> because plot, exactly right. And that is Brig. For those of you who might be new here, welcome, Brig. How are you this evening? Sleepy, but very Sleepy. happy. <laughs> also, I'm very excited about certain developments, but other than that, great. Excellent. Good news. Yes. Always good to be very excited about certain developments. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. First things first. This is a really interesting week because it's so tomorrow, Friday, actually today is the last day you can add a player to your roster to have them be eligible to be on your team during the playoffs because September 1st, they got to be there. Got to be on the 40 man roster. They can, either, they can either be there on the injured list in the minor leagues, but they got to be on the 40-man roster on your team to be eligible for the playoffs, which means that there were a few teams put some guys on waivers. Now, used to, Brig, remember back in the olden days, they had the waiver trade deadline, which was usually August 31st, a month after the actual, like, the actual trade deadline. But now they right. did away with that. That's not a thing anymore. But they still have the waiver claim. Now, what does this all mean? It's very fascinating because typically you hear a guy is on waivers. It means that he's been cut from his team, designated for assignment, optioned outright or whatever. In this case, that's not what's going on. So these guys are still on their team. I think Harrison Bader still played center field the other day after being put on waivers, right? Yeah, but today he was just at the ballpark. Well, right. So so he was but he was still playing because he's still on the team as an active Full, full active member of the team. So then what happens is if these guys are on waivers, they go through the waiver order. It works just like on your fantasy team or your fantasy league, right? Where the team with right. the worst record gets first claim. So they go down the list and they say, okay, basically like the A's, did they put in a claim? No. Royals, I think would be next. No, right? And basically what that comes down to is if the Braves wanted a guy and anybody else in the league put in a claim on him, they would not get him because they have the best record in the league. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't get him. So that's how that part works. If nobody claims the guy, he stays on his team as if nothing ever happened. We'll get there because there were a couple of them that happened that that happened. To. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the other interesting thing about it is the money side of it, right? Because if a guy gets designated for assignment, that's really exciting for some guys who can still play. Right, because then yeah. you can bring him in on the cheap because that team bought him out, paid out the rest of his contract. Then you can bring him in on a league minimum deal, and he's still happy because he's getting all that money plus a little bit of money, relatively speaking, that you're giving him that your team is giving right. him. 
so you can get a guy on on the cheap. That's not how this works. This is like a trade where you're bringing him in, you're you're paying out the rest of his contract as it would be paid out normally. Okay, so that's how this whole waiver thing works. The Angels did not designate for assignment Lucas Giolito, Randall Gritchuk, Hunter Renfro, Ronaldo Lopez, Matt Moore, or Dominic Leone. They placed them on waivers, which meant that anybody else in the league could claim them and bring them onto their teams. It also means that Harrison Bader was not designated for assignment, nor was Mike Clevenger by the White Sox or Carlos Carrasco with the Mets. But these guys were all put on waivers this week, which I thought was fascinating. The yeah. fascinating list. Yeah. Because Especially I don't. Re- yes. Yes. And, and this is the thing is like, you think that you would want to have that guy around because we talked on the big show this week about what Dansby Swanson said about a winning culture. that You can't just flip the switch and have a winning culture. You got to keep guys around and build the culture. And yes, Harrison Bader may not be coming back after this season, right? Because he's a free agent. He is. But. Get some try to get some momentum going in the offseason, get some positivity instead of guys being like, Man, I cannot wait to get out of here. Yeah, right. Well, and Bader, the positivity guy, right? So he is, and he's positive with the fans and in the fans' hearts and minds. He struggles a little bit at the plate as of late, and that's a little bit disappointing, but also, and he's been injured quite a bit as of late as well. Yeah, but. He's still a, a terrific influence, I think, in the clubhouse and certainly with the fan base. So when they made this public, everybody, there's been an outcry from Yankees fans. that, And it's split down, I won't say the middle, but there are two groups. Uh, and I think it's much heavier on the side of, uh, excuse me. Yeah. And then there are the detractors who are like, okay, get him out of here. That's fine. The only reason that the detractors feel as strongly as they do, though, is because of the prospects that are going to come and fill the void left by Bader. And that is exciting. So, right. Yeah. Bittersweet in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are some people who are just like, move on, just move on to the next guy who's going to be in for a while. And, and I understand that argument. Um, so, Bader did actually get picked up, as did Hunter Renfro, by the Reds. I think that's a great spot for both of those guys. I think they're going to do really well there. Harrison Bader can grow his hair out and get his power back. Yeah, exactly. Good for him. Very excited. And then Lucas Gilito, uh, Lopez, uh, sorry, Ronaldo Lopez, and Matt Moore all went to Cleveland. Whoa. That's really interesting to me. I like that move for Cleveland. That's good, all three of those guys. And then um, Dominic Leone actually went to the, the Mariners. Mariners picked him up. He Sweet. was a Mariner about 10 years ago and was pretty dang good during that short time. I'm hoping he can catch some of that lightning in the bottle again and be a solid, uh, another solid arm out of the bullpen for the Mariners. And then uh, Carlos Carrasco, Mike Clevenger, and Randall Gritchuk all went unclaimed. So yeah, they that's will surprising. return to their teams as if nothing happened. I'm shocked nobody picked up Gritchuk. That's the one that really surprises me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and you know, I I kind of had I can't remember if I said it here or if it was in a, a text message somewhere, but I said I wonder if Gritchuk has been benefiting from playing in Colorado this year. Could be. Yeah. So so teams may have looked at his road splits and been like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. 
It's totally possible. So, I don't know. It's it's been a really interesting week with those uh, with all these guys, especially with that laundry list from Anna in Anaheim. Yeah, that is straight up the Angels just punting because they're just trying to get rid of that money for the last month of the season to save some. Yeah, and maybe put that toward Otani in the off season. But I think we talked about that, and I think that ship sailed. That's over. Yeah, it's not going to so, happen. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk yeah. about 20 win teams in August because there were, count and Brig, three teams that won 20 games in August. The Dodgers, the Mariners, and, of course, as you would expect, the Braves won 20 games. For sure. Quietly just trucking along as the best team in the league. Let's not, go. Not even quietly. They're just. Uh, yeah, you're right. But they're definitely cruising at, at altitude. They're at 30,000 feet, and there is no turbulence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. That is exactly how that's going. So let's start with the Dodgers, the winningest team in the month of August. They went 24 and 4. They started the month 59 and 45 with a tw- with a two-game lead in the NL West. And they ended the month 83 and 49 with a 14 and a half game lead in the NL West. Whoops. <laughs> I'm sure that's what, that's what the Giants and D-backs are like. Whoa, like you said, oh, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> that's a rough one. That, that is, <laughs> yeah, yep, that's exactly what that oh, is. Man. So then the Mariners went 21 and six, first ever 21 win month in franchise history. That includes the 2001 Mariners, who are the winningest franchise or winningest team in Major League Baseball history tied with the Cubs. Right. Uh, they started the month 55-51. and 51. This is the most stark difference. It, it was crazy to look at this and see exactly how things went down. They were five games back of first place in the AL West and sitting in fourth place right? coming into August. Currently 76-57 and 57 and tied for the lead with Houston and the AL West. It helps. And you know what? You would think that with how far texas fell that they just had like an awful month they were still like four games over 500 four or right. five games over 500 so it's not a terrible month it's just mm-hmm. that houston and seattle were that good yeah so that's crazy and then the braves started the month 67 and 37 had an 11 game lead in the nls this is what's crazy to me Won 20 games went six are now sitting at 67 that's not right currently sitting at uh 87 and 45. How's that for mathing on the fly, Brig? That's on the fly is right. You should have and... done it in your voice, Brad. That's okay. <laughs> the mathing on the fly, Brig, so we could figure yeah. out what exactly is going on in Atlanta with the Braves. And this may or may not be a little bit of a uh, filibuster because I put the wrong lead in for the division. Currently, the Braves have <laughs> a... Thank you. 13 and a half game lead in the division. I think it's crazy. They only gained two and a half games during them. Right. Yeah. Well, that Over goes to show place. you how, how good everybody else has been though. And the- yeah, the Phillies have been fantastic in August. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's crazy though, that those runs and especially as a Mariners fan watching the month of August, cause like, man, July was really good. Holy cow. August was even better. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully September is incredible. Oh my gosh! When but if I would if take they a win mediocre games, September, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I would take a less, uh, a more mediocre September and a terrific October. Exactly right. Just gotta oh, gotta get there though. So gotta yeah, get, gotta get there. <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. that's the tough part. 
Yeah. All right. Brother Bryce Harper hit his 300th career home run on Tuesday night. No, Wednesday night on August 31st. It was a yeah, two-run homer uh, in the bottom of the eighth inning against Matt Moore. At the, at the time, he was with the Angels. He was. So... <laughs> So Brig, this is this is the thing I want to examine with this. It took him 1481 games to hit number 300. That's most of his 12 big league seasons. He had a couple of years where he missed some time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we can assume at this point he's going to hit 400. So when does yeah. he get to 400? He's currently 30 years old. His birthday he turns 31 in October. Uh March of next year. March of next year. <laughs> no, come on now. It'll be at least April, but I, I don't think it's, it's not going to take that long. Honestly, I don't think, I think he's seeing the ball better than he's ever seen it at this moment in his game. And I, you know, I think he's stronger than he's ever been. His power's there. Yeah. He's, he's kind of, he's sliding into that old man power. That's a little bit more that mature strength. and a little bit different. Yeah, he's got the dad strength. So I think I see him uh, on a crescendo of production, actually, over the next so couple right of years. So now, right now, he's hitting, he's a little bit better than one home run every five games yeah. for his career, which is crazy yeah. given his, like, quote unquote, power outage that he had when he first came back this year. Yeah. And the amount of time that he's missed. So. According to the we math, should, he could be there in yeah. like three years. We should segment that out, though, and say, okay, over the course of his 12 years, it's been this many, and then bump it to, and now that he, the, over the time he's been in Philly, it's been this much, and mm. then 2023 was this much, and then that would prove that crescendo I think we're seeing. Rick, you're talking about getting into calculus, <laughs> tangents, and things derivative i don't know what you're saying i don't know what those words mean <laughs> but uh i bet we could do some analyzing we, we really it. could do some analyzing and figure out yeah. <laughs> we could probably get it down to just about the month of at least maybe the week even when he's going to get it if we did some major analysis but so we figure three or so years for number 400 when does he get to 500 does he get to 500 he signed through yeah. 2031 yeah he gets to 500 for yeah. sure. Mike Schmidt sure, sure thinks that he will. He, yeah, he no really came out. For him not to. That's right. Yeah. I and mean, I think obviously, it's pretty far out, and there's a lot of injury capabilities and whatever. But ultimately, I say yes. He gets to 500. Yeah, I think he gets 500 too. All right, Brig. Uh, I'm going to tell him about versus game real quick. I think it's my turn. So, okay. baseball family, we're always asking what you want to know, what you think about the things that we talk about. Now you have a quick and easy way to share your thoughts with us. We've partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make money from participating in polls, trivia, and predictions. If you're on the winning side of a poll, trivia, or a prediction poll, you can win actual real dollar dollar bills, money, and other prizes from Versus Game. You can play for free or buy ticket bundles to win more faster, and you can play against other listeners and Versus Game users. So head to btpod.onverses.com in your mobile browser because that's the best way to set up to do and play our polls and trivia games. Again, that is btpod.onverses.com to sign up and play versus game with us. Right now we have four games live. A couple of them we have, is it okay to leave a game early? Uh, that's inspired by Brig being at Yankee Stadium during a blowout. 
And yeah. the other is, does Otani's injury diminish his value this offseason? We have two more. You can go check all those out and play. Again, that's btpod.onversus.com to play with us. And as soon as that poll closes, I will give you the answer that I believe is the right one, as evidenced by what happened that day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you want to tell them about, about Patreon, Brig? Yeah. Baseball family, we have Patreon set up for your pleasure, for our benefit and your pleasure. And you benefit too. It's everybody wins, okay? It's a win-win-win because you can sign up to support us, which is a terrific uh, benefit for us. Boy, I'm talking circles. Listen, baseball family, break it down for you, okay? We <laughs> love bringing you the show. We could not do without you, seriously. And... If you would like to help us continue to do what we're doing and get a couple of more projects off the ground that we would just really be excited to bring you, there's a quick and easy way to support us in doing that. You go to patreon.com. There are five levels of support. You got a $1 a month, $5, $10, $15 a month, and a whopping $500 a month tier of support. Everybody at every tier gets two things for sure. You're going to get a sticker which we love entirely, and they go really well. Everybody loves them. And two, you're going to get the unedited and uncut version of the podcast. We call it the bullpen cut. That's where all the stuff that gets cut, obviously, from the big show, you get access to that. Inside jokes, stories that we don't share with anybody else, things like that. But there's each level comes with its own perks and benefits as well. So jump over to Patreon. And, uh, you know, if you choose to support us that way, we would love it. But baseball family, we have another way that you can support us, which is new and super exciting. Brad and I have been nominated for baseball podcast of the year by the Internet Baseball Writers Association of America. We are pumped about this. We feel super we feel so blessed and we feel so supported by the audience and some of the other writers that we've been able to partner with and, and get to know. And the thing about it is though, that voting is open to the public through September 8th. We're going to put a link. Yeah. We're going to put a link here. So for the next seven days, you can get on and vote for our podcast and, you know, give us a chance to win podcast of the year and that would be another great way to support us and we would be super grateful to have your vote share it with the rest of our baseball family as well um as soon as brad gets talking i will dump the link in the description right now so brig so brig's gonna put it in the comments i'll put it in the description of everything so it's everywhere all over the place because sometimes those links are not good in youtube anymore after the uh, the stream so anyway all right let's go move on to the national tv schedule for the weekend friday night on apple tv plus both of these games are at 7 10 p.m eastern time We've got the mariners at the mets the mariners are 76 and 57 the mets are 61 and 73 and incredibly disappointing the rays we will be at the cleveland baseball club the rays are 82 and 52 and cleveland is 64 and 70 and apparently trying to make a real Big, strong push for the playoffs uh, and the division in the Central. Saturday, there are no games on FS1. I'm assuming that has a lot to do with the college football slate. Uh, there will be so, no. 
a game or two on call on uh, FS1, I'm sure, and I'll probably be watching some to be honest with you. But Fox, Fox Saturday night at 7:15 p.m. Eastern time, you got the Twinkies at the Rangers. The Twins are 69 and 65, sitting on top of the AL Central, and then the Rangers are 75 and 58, sitting currently in second place in the AL West. Thank you very much. No, and thank then, you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and then your other game, this is like we, we always say, check your local listings. The other game is the Phillies at the Brewers. The Phillies are 74 and 59. The Brew Crew is 74 and 59 as well. Sunday, your wake-up and baseball game is the Phillies at the Brewers in Milwaukee, 12.05 Eastern. That's on Peacock. That's your wake-up and baseball. ESPN on Sunday will feature the Yankees versus the Astros in Houston. The Yankees are abysmal 65 and 68. They lost four to three on a walk-off error in Detroit today. But the one bright spot, perhaps of the entire season for us Yankees fans, was Anthony Volpe today. Got he's the first rookie in Yankee history to get 2020 to have a 2020 season. It's 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Super excited. Very, very cool. But the Astros are 77 and 58. And they're going to just whoop up on the Yankees. Let's be honest. That's at 7, 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday on ESPN. Recent history dictates that is likely what will happen, Brick. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Weekend series to watch. Uh, Brig and I are actually both going to be watching the Mariners of the Mets. Right? Yeah. Uh, I will be watching the Yankees of the Astros. If nothing else, scoreboard watching because I got to keep an eye on the Astros. And also on the Rangers to see how things are going in the American exactly. West. How about your other series, Brig? I'm going to watch the Cubs and the Reds. I think it's really exciting uh, for a million reasons. But anytime I get to watch Ellie De La Cruz, I'm excited about it. They're fielding a rookie infield. That's exciting uh, in Cincinnati right now. But the Cubs are hot. And I picked them to take the division last week in our what's going to happen playoff prediction time or whatever thing we did. <laughs> I think that's super fun. I think we'll call it now our what's going to happen segment. What's going to happen playoff prediction time. Okay. I'm also going to watch the Phils play the Brewers because the Phils are exciting. And if the Brewers lose to anybody, that makes the Cubs chances of, you know, advancing much better. Giants at Padres, very similar storylines there. Um, But I kind of, yeah, I don't know. I really like the Giants right now even though everything has kind of gone belly up. Not all the way belly up. Not all the way. They're still they're an no. exciting watch. They're playing with energy and everything. Like They obviously it's, want to get a wild card spot because they know they're not right. going to get vision. And that's what I'm saying. If the, if the Dodgers had not gone on the tear, it would be a totally different scenario, and I'd be watching the Giants all the time. Um, but this is particularly interesting. The uh, were, Did you watch the no bid from the other day? I followed it. I was watching. Cobb. I was watching something else, but I, I saw what happened at the end with Cobb. So I couldn't sleep that so night, and I got the notification. I don't know in the sixth or seventh or whatever. So I'm sitting there in bed with the blue light on my face. Anyway, it was super exciting and <laughs> really helping and your situation. Was, yeah, it was great. Well, you know, I have my priorities straight, right? It's like you can't sleep, but you could right. watch a no hitter bid. I'm like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> why? Why would I even try to sleep? That's ridiculous, That's right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um that was heartbreaking, honestly. But I loved that it wasn't cheap. It, it, he didn't lose it cheap. He he lost yeah. it 
honorably in the at the last out of the ninth inning. It was it was it was a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Then both of us are going to watch the Twins at the Rangers because that's like head to head competition. And then the Braves at the Dodgers. Drum roll, please. This is this is wild. This is so exciting. This could be the NLCS easily. Easily yeah. could be. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an NLCS preview. Because I don't know anybody else in the National League who compete who can compete with either of these teams right now. That somebody so. would have to dethrone the Dodgers in the work up to the championship series. Um, but mm-hmm. nobody's gonna take the Braves down. I don't think well, you know, I mean, we thought that last year too, and the Phillies did. So that's I guess true. we shouldn't say that about anybody, but that's right true. now it feels like this these two teams are world beaters right now. And yeah, you're right. They're certainly the teams to beat, though. So we'll see how it goes. But this is gonna be a very exciting series. I'm excited for this one. All right, BT bets. Let's get into our picks for the weekend. I was shocked. I thought I went 0 and 2 last week. I actually went one and one. That puts my current record at 28 and 29. So this week. On Friday, I'm going to take the Astros run line over the Yankees. You can get plus 105 most places um, right now with the with this game. Then Saturday, take the Diamondbacks plus money over the Orioles. This is one of my riskier picks, but honestly, Saturday is not a great slate for betting this weekend. Um, a lot of really close series. MLB did pretty good putting together the schedule this weekend, so going to be a lot of t- uh, close games. Sunday, take the Twins money line over the Rangers. Again, that is one of my riskier picks, but you're definitely going to get plus money on that one for yeah, sure. And way. these two teams, yeah. these two teams have matched up really well over the last couple of weeks. So, if you want to, if you want to take the risk, go for it. You're going to get plus money yeah. for sure. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I went zero for two last week. Current record is we're not going to talk about it. No, it's twenty three and thirty two. It's a little bit sad. Um, I've got some risky bets. I, I realized that if I went 0-2 last week, I told myself that I was just gonna I was just gonna hang it up and start really doing some fun, some fun betting, right? <laughs> so this is what I think would be fun. Okay. Cubs Entertainment Reds porpoises only. <laughs> porpoises. Cubs Reds on Friday, they're playing a doubleheader. I suggest you pick the Cubs to win game one, the Reds to win game two. Money line on both, and if you can swing some kind of parlay in there, to yeah, make you can happen, parlay that. Do it, yeah, yeah parlay that. Um, Saturday, A's are going to beat the Angels. If you can pick the money line, yeah. don't take the run line. Do the money line. Yeah, no, you can get Sunday. You can get plus money on the A's every game of yeah. the year. Watch Guaranteed. it. The <laughs> Angels are going down that day. You watch it. Uh, Sunday D backs are going to beat the Orioles. You have to take the money line on that one. It can't be the, can't be the run line. Nice. That comes down to pitching matchups. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I did on Saturday too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I have a young kid. who has been really good going up against Bradish on Saturday. So I was like, go for it. I almost put that as my Saturday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Blackjack Brad's black flag pick of the week. Uh, last week was a push. Yandy Diaz did not play on Sunday, so he therefore was not eligible to hit a home run on Sunday, uh, which leaves me at my best guess is four and four on these still. So this week's black flag pick is Alex Verdugo to Homer on Sunday against the Royals. He's been pretty hot 
the last week. Yeah, I don't see that being a problem at all. So, <laughs> yeah, so he should be able to hit a dinger on Sunday. Make yeah. that your your pick. Those the thing that's cool about these home run picks is that like you're guaranteed to get at least plus one twenty, or at least plus like two thirty on them. Two thirty on like a bit heavy favorite or three hundred on a guy who's like, yeah, maybe. I haven't checked Alex Verdugo's odds to homer, but uh, he'll probably be in the two. 250 275 range on Sweet. Sunday would be my guess. So go win some, yourself some free money on that dinger. But baseball family, we want to thank you for supporting the show. Again, Brig mentioned the nomination for baseball podcast of the year with the international ba- or international internet baseball writers association of America. Um, we don't, I don't think we feel like we could have ever even gotten a nomination if it wasn't for the support of our listeners and Correct. we ask for you to go vote. Like we said, the link will be is in the description is in the comments right now. It will be in the description of the episode, so you can get to that easily uh, everywhere wherever you're listening to this. Um, and if you want to support the show another way, head over to Exceedery.com and use code BTPod at checkout. Um, they've changed the discount. I believe it's five percent now, Brig. Right? It is five percent now. Yeah. Yeah. They've dropped it down to five percent, but they're still the best seeds ever. That does not change, and we support Correct. that message. So you can support the show, support your mouth by getting 5% off your seeds at ChinookCedary.com and use, using code BTPOD at checkout. But baseball family, <clears throat> man, I thought I'd make it before <clears throat> I got that frog in my throat. I almost did. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch yeah. you next week. <laughs>